everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. I'd like to make a quick announcement. Yes. Independent Tony is dead. <laughs> yes, he is. He's been yes. dead for a long time. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Independent Tony, are you ready for me to start with the Disney Parks blog? Please do. All right. There is some great music in bloom with the Garden Rocks uh, at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. The International Flower and Garden Festival will be coming to Epcot this March and going through July. Uh, let's see. It begins uh, oh, beginning February 9th. You can reserve performances during the Garden Rocks uh, series, uh, with a dining package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have announced who the musical guests are going to be. All right. Who? Uh, let's see. Anybody Ju- good? Anybody we know? March 3rd and 4th, Journey. March 5th and 6th, Daughtry. March 10th and 11th, Tommy DiCarlo. March 12th and 13th, Smash Mouth. March 17th and 18th, Mike Del Judas. March 19th and 20th, Blue Oyster Cult. They're new to the, uh, uh, the celebration. Yep. March 24th and f- uh, 25th, Berlin. March 26th and 27th, the Pointer Sisters. March 31st, Luis Figueroa, who is new. All right. You want to do April? Oh, you know I can't say any of these names. No, I don't. <laughs> April 1st and 2nd, uh, PISO 21. Uh, April 3rd, TBD. Oh, I, I love, love them. TBD. They're my favorite. April 7th and 8th, Starship with Mickey Thomas. April 9th and 10th, Don Felder from the Eagles. April 16th and 17th, Switchfoot. April 21st and 22nd, A Flock of Seagulls. April 23rd and 24th, Joe D. Messina. April 28th and 29th, Ambrosia. April 30th and May 1st, Cool in the Gang. May 5th through the 8th, Herman's Hermits, featuring Peter Noon. May 12th through the 15th, The Orchestra, which are former members of Electric Light Orchestra. May 19th and 20th, A.J. Croce. Uh, May 20th and, I'm sorry, May 21st and 22nd, Casting Crowns. May 26th and 27th, Jason Sheff, former lead singer of Chicago. May 28th and 29th, Rick Springfield. June 2nd through 5th, Plain White Tees, June 9th and 10th, The Spinners, June 11th and 12th, The Commodores, June 16th and 17th, Vertical Horizon, June 18th and 19th, Tony Orlando, June 23rd through 26th, Simple Plan, June 30th and July 1st, Living Color, and closing things out, July 2nd and 3rd, Wang Chung. So everybody, Wang Chung tonight. I know about half of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that's the end of a show. Uh, that was a pretty long list, and I'm tired. <laughs> All right. I better pick up uh, with the rest of the Disney Parks blog here. Um, it's Black History Month, and you can celebrate soulfully at the Walt Disney World Resort. That's right. You can celebrate uh, all sorts of ways during the Epcot International Festival of the Arts presented by AT&T. Uh, the founders of Creative Soul Photography have reimagined visions of Disney princesses through dolls, costumes, and photographic prints. They're going to have a gallery exhibit, exhibit featuring life-size dresses and natural hair styled wigs. Uh, to uh, represent these princesses. Black Broadway performers will be featured on the Disney on Broadway concert series between February 4th and 19th. Uh, During the Disney Springs Art Walk, a canvas of expressions, they will get two new editions by black artists and they will paint their work live during Black History Month. Uh, At Disney Springs, you will get the smooth sounds of Motown through live entertainment on Monday nights. Uh, and that uh, black music will also take center stage with black musicians featured on all three main Disney stages, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday nights at Disney Springs. Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is celebrating black culture through a variety of music and art, uh, found throughout the park, uh, including the Tam Tam Drummers. Uh, they also have a Caribbean street party, uh, 
Uh, and uh, let's see. At Conservation Station, you learn how Disney's first black animator, Floyd Norman, brought his favorite characters to life. There is a Princess Tiana uh, magic shot through PhotoPass. Uh, and then there are, of course, some dining options, shrimp and, shrimp and grits, Tiana's Mardi Gras shake, gumbo with chicken, uh, the soulful Sunday dinner at Artist's Palette, and Jamaican jerk uh, chicken frites, uh, serving, uh, featuring sweet and hot jerk marinated chicken at the Daily Poutine. So there are all sorts of ways to celebrate soulfully during Black History Month at Walt Disney World. All right. Um, there is going to be the world's best kind of fashion show. Well, first of all, it's a digital fashion so- show. So that's nice because you don't have to leave your house. Right. And it's for Disney fairy tale weddings dresses. Awesome. Uh, and that is going to be streamed on, let's see, on Disney Parks YouTube and TikTok channels on Friday, February 10th. Uh, and that is the uh, celebrating the release of the 2023 Disney Fairy Tales Weddings Collection. And those are princess-inspired bridal gowns. Uh, it will take place on, uh, as I said earlier, Friday the 10th at 10, p- 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. And you will get to take a look at 21 brand new wedding gowns inspired by Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Tiana, and Rapunzel. Uh, it will be set... Uh, against the backdrop of Sleeping Beauty Castle, celebrating uh, the Disney 100 uh, anniversary this uh, this year. So whew. you can get uh, the 2023 collection as well as the 2022 and 2021 collections at bridal boutiques around the globe. All right. Maybe for your next wedding. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a second wedding, so right. I might have to go with something a little more low-key. And something off-white. All right, now. Um. Uh, let's see. They're still, they've lit up the grid at uh, Tron Light Cycle Run. Yes. Uh, and the story is all about Tron Light Cycle Run. will be on the cover of the new Disney 23 magazine. If you are a gold member of D23, which is the Disney fan club, you will get your next issue and it will highlight Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh, it will also feature stories covering the Disney 100 exhibition, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which is re- opening on February 27th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which opens on May 25th, and The Proud Family Louder and Prouder, which will air on Disney+. Plus. All right. So that is what's coming for D23 members. Very cool. All right. All right. Um, some new signs for Mickey's Toontown are up. It's going to be closed during fireworks at Disneyland. That's right. Uh, they haven't reopened the land yet, um, although a section of it is with the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, but uh, we mentioned last week in a story that the uh, section, that section of the park will close during fireworks. So they have added a new sign uh, that just essentially gives you a closing time on nights that there are fireworks. Unlike Florida, they don't do fireworks every night at um, at Disneyland. Okay. Uh, so on evenings when the park is open until 11 or later, Mickey's Toontown will reopen at 10 p.m. Uh, on other nights, the land will close at 8 p.m. Seems like kind of a waste. What are you going to have everybody do for two hours before they reopen? Uh, I don't mean like the the uh, guests. I mean, what are you supposed to have the cast members do? Yeah, right. That's odd. All right. Um there's going to be a new pre-show um, It's going to honor Frederick Douglass at the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln in Disney World. Disneyland. Disneyland, sorry. Uh, that's right, because we're doing Disneyland right. stories so now. Close. Uh, so inside the Opera House, uh, in the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, 
uh, which tells the story of our 16th president. Uh, it's a classic. It, of course, came from the World's Fair in 1964. Uh, but they now have the story of abolitionist Frederick Douglass and his relationship with Abraham Lincoln in a new, in a new pre-show and interpretive display. Uh, so that will be there for the month of February. And uh, that's, uh, that's what's going on there. Okay. Um, some details and prices have been released for the Run Disney uh, Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. That's right. Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend 2024 dates have been announced, uh, and that is going to be January 11th through 14th of 24. They're going to have a 5K, 10K, a half marathon, a kids race, and more. Uh, they're going to have a uh, also a Disneyland yoga where you can start the day with yoga and stretching before Disneyland Park opens. That will be January 11th. Cost for that? $108.99. It will be a one-hour instructor-led yoga experience. You get a yoga mat, complimentary water, special (laughs) photo opportunities, appearances by Disney characters. Guests must exit the park at the end of the event, and a valid park and reservation is required for re-entry. January 12th, we have... That's a lot of money for a yoga session. But it's a full hour. It's a full hour. A one-hour yoga session. Uh, The Disneyland 5K will take place on January 12th, uh, and that... Registration fee will vary on the date of purchase. Between February 14th and July 7th, it is $108.99. January, I'm sorry, July 11th, July 18th through January 3rd of 2024, that cost is $118.99. The Disneyland 10K takes place January 13th. Uh, If you purchase between February 14th and July 17th, registration is $148.99. If you purchase from July 18th through July, uh, January 3rd of 2024, that registration is $159. Uh, January 13th is also the Run Disney Kids Races. Registration fees for that, no matter when you buy, $35. And then the Disneyland Half Marathon, January 14th, purchase between February 14th and July 17th, $234.99. July 18th through January 3rd, $244.99. <laughs> this is boring me. Okay, uh, and the last one is the Double Dare, uh, the Dumbo Double Dare Challenge, which includes both races, the 10K and the half, uh, and the cost for that, February 14th through July 17th, $389 to register, July 18th through January 3rd, $408 to register. Uh, so I am asking Cheryl and all of the other non-runners to wake up now, and we continue our podcast. Oh my gosh, put me to sleep. Um, some more equipment and scaffolding has arrived at Pacific Wharf for the San Francisco reimaging. Reimagining. I always I got the Francisco thing right this time, mm-hmm. but then you know. Yeah, uh, the waterway has been drained, and uh, more uh, scrim and scaffolding and equipment is being put in there. Uh, as Cheryl mentioned, it's part of the re-imaging. All right. Let's see if I can get this one right. Come All on, right. Let's go, let's go over to California Adventure. All right. Okay. A casting call is hinting at a Hercules musical that could be coming to the Hyperion Theater at California Adventure. That's right. The Hyperion Theater used to host a Frozen show, uh, but that closed a while back. Uh, and rumor has it that now there is going to be a Hercules uh, performance based on the 1997 animated film. Um, Frozen live at the Hyperion closed in March of 2020, and the Hyperion has remained dark ever since, even though the parks have been reopened. Uh, Rumor also has it that there's going to be a live-action version uh, of Hercules coming to Broadway. 
right. I don't know. I'm not excited for that. All right. You are? I'm always excited. There's also going to be a live-action Hercules movie. That I would rather see than the Broadway show, I think. Okay. What do I know? All right. Um, More Disney 100 collectible medallions are available throughout the Disneyland Resort. That's right. If you'd like to celebrate the 100 years of wonder, uh, you can purchase a medallion for $6 or get all four medallions in the machine for $20. Uh, These are kind of like the pressed penny machines. Uh, Each machine around the park has four different collectible medallions. They are throwbacks to old school Walt Disney Studios animation um, and uh, no word on where they are or how many different how many different versions of the medallions there are. Okay. All right. Let's head on over to Walt Disney World. All right. Uh, back over in the Magic Kingdom, we're going to talk a little more about the Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. You know what they've installed at the Tron Light Cycle Run entrance? Um, turnstiles. Nope. Test seats. Oh, okay. Oh, so, to see if you fit. That's right. So if you want to sit in one of the seats and see how you uh, how you fit in there, uh, you can do that. You can also use it for a photo op, especially if you have younger children who can't get on the ride. It's just a nice little opportunity to see what they would look like on a uh, light cycle. Okay. Um, the Tomorrowland, Tomorrow, ugh, the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company name is now fully covered at the Space Mountain gift shop. That's right. The other day, the Tomorrowland section of the sign of the name sign was closed. Today, both sections are uh, covered. And who knows what is uh, what's going on there? Oh, I can't wait to see. They've removed most of the uh, 1994 reimagining elements uh, from the Tomorrow Tomorrowland Light and Power Company building. So who knows who knows what they're doing? Right. All right. Um, scaffolding has been installed in the flume for Spa- Splash Mountain as they reimagine it into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's right. Uh, we can't call it Splash Mountain anymore because that no longer exists. Uh, They are working on the transformation, and we're going to see scaffolding in there for a while. Um, Scaffolding bridges have been put up uh, after the final drop, and construction workers have been observed in the entrance to the riverboat scene. So uh, they're they're already banging away. I've I've already seen pictures of holes in some of the uh, some of the ride. I mean, as a construction worker, that has to be one of the cooler things you get to do, right? You know. All right. Um, Details have been announced for the Garden Rocks dining packages. That's right. We uh, mentioned during the Disney Parks blog section that the uh, dining packages would be available. Well, here are your details. Uh, You get a meal at a participating restaurant, uh, and those restaurants are Ockershoes, $74 per adult, $48 per children, Uh, Beer Garden, $60 per adult, $34 per child, Coral Reef, $69 per adult, $27 per child, Garden Grill, $66 adult, $43 child, Le Cellier, $95 per adult, $36 per child. Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drinks and Barbecue, $35 per adult, $20 per child. Rosen Crown Dining Room, $59 per adult, $25 per child. Spice Road, $47 per adult, $20 per child. Um, Your menu includes an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or one full buffet-style meal, as well as a non-alcoholic beverage. You get one guaranteed seat per person to the Garden Rocks concert on the same day. Uh, those prices exclude tax and gratuity. $95 for the La Cellier. Yeah, that's... I think uh, we that looks probably more than our family of four spent when we went there when we were <laughs> when the kids were little. Yeah, yeah, the cheese soup isn't that good. No, no. All right. Um, 
Max Goof, is that his name? Max Goof it greets is. guests at the power in a power, power line costume at Hollywood Studios. Do you know who his father is? His father's Goofy. That's right. Uh, there are a whole bunch of new characters out in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, Max debuted his a uh, his power line costume from a Goofy movie uh, last year during the not so scary Halloween party. Um, but he wasn't posing for guests at the time. Now he is posing with guests outside the main entrance to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I mean, I know Max, but I never heard Max Goof. So that's that's very exciting. Yeah, you didn't know they had a last name. No. I mean, so what is he, Goofy Goof? Yes. For real? Yes, he is. <laughs> Who knew? All right. Uh, over at Hollywood Studios, Frozone, Edna, um, and some other characters, maybe, maybe not, um, have been doing a meet and greet. That's right. Apparently, these characters are out uh, for what they're calling the Valentine's Day season, uh, and that began February 1st. Um, also, over near Galaxy's Edge is Goofy. He's in his usual outfit, but he does have a little bit of a Hawaiian shirt on. At the hub of Hollywood Studios, Edna Mode and Frozone have been rotating with each other, uh, and Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl are meeting guests next to uh, uh, Echo Lake. Um, also, uh, Clarice will be apparently appearing with Chip and Dale on the lawn outside the Hollywood Brown Derby. What is she, the cow or the something? The cow, okay. correct. So uh, Edna, Frozone, Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, and Max are going to be greeting guests past February 14th and for the foreseeable future. Very cool. Yes. All right. Um, staying in Hollywood Studios, the Hollywood, Hollywood Brown Derby um, is missing its restaurant sign. That's right. Somebody has stolen the neon sign. Or do you think that's what it is, or do you think they took it down for some No, day? they've taken it down oh, okay. for a bit of refurbishment. All right. So uh, if you're going there looking for the neon, you're not going to see it. <laughs> Hope you can still find the restaurant. Now. Oh, you're killing me. It's the beginning of February. So uh, what does that mean? There's a new cookie at Gideon's. That's right. And it's right. probably one I really like. What is this month's cookie? Is it the Eternal Flame cookie? It is the Eternal Flame cookie. Let's see if we can get the uh, description. Mm, dark chocolate cherry cookie laced with... Uh, ancho, cayenne, and cinnamon, and topped with chocolate-covered cherries. I must have this. Are we going at all in we February? We are not going oh at all in God. February. This is terrible. Terrible news. Yes. So that is the cookie of the month. Ugh. And You know what's interesting? What's that? I told you this, but I didn't tell our listeners. We, uh, When Isabel and I were down in Florida, we went to the original location yes. of Gideon's uh, Bakehouse, which... Um, is not as impressive as one might think. Okay. There's only two locations. There's the original one, and then there's the one at Disney Springs. Um, it's really, really tiny. It's part of like like, like a, a co-op. co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have like almost like a little stall, um, and they don't sell any uh, cold, cold brew. brew. Yeah, that part was a little depressing, but it was kind of cool to go. But yeah, just a, I don't know this little building in the middle of a residential area. So there's no like gothic display, kind of like they have. I mean, but... their their booth <laughs> has it in the right. kind of has it in the back. They've got like that kind of coloring and everything going, but um, but yeah, there was like a sandwich shop next door and like a I don't know a there was a place that had like coffee and stuff because they didn't have coffee at all. Right. There was a place that had coffee that was just up up the little way, but it was just a little hallway with like four or five little stalls and. Much less impressive than what you get at Disney Springs. It's just yeah, it was not what I was expecting. All right, but anyway. I still want their cherry cookie. Construction walls have been extended for con- for the construction of the summer house on the lake. 
That's right. Uh, they have been extended around uh, the construction area. Uh, there is some movement. Some corrugated uh, steel roofs have been put on the summer house uh, building. There's also been the addition of a short crane moving some stuff around. Uh, and the walls, uh, the walls now extend under and in front of Haleo. Uh, so they're going into some of the neighboring restaurant territory, but that's just to keep people out of the uh, construction area. All right. Uh, so moving away from the parks, um, at the DVC property, Disney's Vero Beach, there is a refurbishment planned on the pool. That's right. In early 2024, they are going to be refurbing several of the recreation areas. Uh, and that's going to begin January 8th through March of 2024. The feature pool and Pirate's Plunge pool slide will be closed. Uh, the Tiger Lily wet play area, Portholes Miniature Golf, and Whirlpool Spa will also be closed during that time. And uh, that's, uh, that's the deal right. if you're going to Vero Beach, which is only about a two-hour drive. From Walt Disney World. All right. That's the the one vacation club property we have not been to that's yet. That's true. I know. Well, that's not true. We've been to Hilton Head. We haven't stayed there, but we've yeah, been to it. You're missing oh, one. Aulani. Uh-huh. <laughs> which is funny because uh, there's Hawaiian um, theming here up on our next story, which is about the Polynesian Village. They have installed some new floral rugs in the lobby. That's right. The Great Ceremonial House has a couple of new rugs. Uh, not all of the old rugs have been replaced, but the new ones are in the left corner over near the boutique store, uh, and they have uh, large leaf and flower designs on them, so they're they're kind of fancy. Lovely. All right. Switching stories here. Let's head over to entertainment. Oh, yeah. You like to do the entertainment. Maybe because you know what's going on. There's a lot of clicking, and I'm confused. I do like to do the entertainment. Yes, so uh, do And that. the first story is that Star Wars Visions Volume 2 is coming to Disney Plus in May, uh, and that will take place on May 4th, 2023, which happens to be Star Wars Day. Uh, it has also been announced that there are going to be multiple trailers uh, during the Star Wars, I'm um, the Star Wars during the Super Bowl uh, for Disney films, uh, and we're expected to get a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three trailer, a Little Mermaid trailer, a trailer for Pixar's Elemental, and one last trailer for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Uh, Super Bowl spots this year. Do you know how much they cost? Uh, Two million. $7 million for 30 seconds. Well, I can't afford 30 seconds then. So I can only afford like 10 and a half. They're expected to be some very short trailers. Do you think we could buy like 10 and a half seconds and then like, you know, put up our travel agent stuff? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, also, Disney has released new key art and a little featurette for The Mandalorian Season 3, which debuts on Disney Plus on March 1st. I know you're all excited for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. but there was a second season of The Mandalorian, right? There was. And I never got to watch it. You, you did watched not. it without me. I watched most of it without you. Did you watch the rest I of it? I haven't finished it. You yet. haven't? No, I'm waiting for you. You're such a liar. Speaking of entertainment, what's going on over in Paris? Um, They are debuting a drone show. That's right. Avengers Power the Night has launched at Disneyland Paris, uh, and that takes place above and on top of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and it will take place each night through May 8th. Uh, that is part of the celebration uh, for the anniversary of the Paris parks. All right. Very now cool. Now let's head over to Universal News. 
All right. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood is offering Super Nintendo World early access ticket add-ons. That's right. This add-on ticket will allow guests to visit the land one hour before a park opens. The add-on's going to cost $20 to $25 and does not include park admission. Park admission is required, uh, so you will have to add that to your ticket. Uh, the price is date-based with weekends and busy periods at $25 and weekdays and slower periods at $20 per person. Uh, it also includes express access to the studio tour before 11 a.m. on that same day. Super Nintendo World is expected to open to the public on February 17th, but technical rehearsals are currently uh, going on. Cool. All right. Um, Super Nintendo World is... Uh, has some overcrowding? Yeah, How so, can they have overcrowding? They're not open yet. So past members who attended the first Super, Super Nintendo World preview on January 29th are being given uh, a second preview on February 6th since they weren't able to experience the land as expected uh, because of the amount of guests who were in there. Uh, so they're uh, doing that for their pass holders. Okay. Yeah, if they just split them up into two the first time. Right. Everything. Everyone could have had a nice Everything time. Everything would have been good. <laughs> All right. Uh, a beloved Seuss, some beloved Seuss characters have disappeared from Seuss's Landing Sneech Beach at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, so there's a section of uh, yellow long-necked Sneeches uh, that are floating, swimming, and fishing uh, along what they refer to as Sneech Beach, which is off of the Dr. Seuss area of Islands of Adventure. Well, those characters have now gone missing. Uh-oh. Uh, the beach is there. Uh, the stuff, their stuff is there. But the Sneeches have disappeared. Calling the FBI. Yeah, so uh, maybe the Sneeches are just out being refurbished. Oh. And you can see them. They, they kind of sit between the beach and the Incredible Hulk coaster. Okay. All right. They have started the demolition at Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. That's right. The Kid Zone closed recently in Universal Studios, uh, and uh, they have put up a construction wall which features DreamWorks characters, leading many to believe that that may be the theme of the new area. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, they have started uh, taking down the Woody Woodpecker Zone. Uh, they're also taking down Fievel's Playland. And, uh, you know, all you can see in there right now are construction cranes and excavators. Uh, the sections of the park, uh, the sections that still remain are SpongeBob Store Pants, E.T. Adventure, and Animal Actors on Location. Um, so sad to see that go, but something new is coming. You know who my favorite character is? Who's that? SpongeBob Store Pants. <laughs> he has a whole store in his pants. Oh, okay. Um, the full menus have been released for Universal Orlando's uh, 2023 Mardi Gras celebration. That's right. They've got uh, they've got a whole bunch of food they have kiosks waffles. now. I love liege waffles. They do have liege waffles. They have beignets. Uh, they have a. They're starting to do like Epcot though. They're starting to do foods from like Belgium and Canada. Yeah. And focus it on countries. They have a Brazil booth. Uh, so they've released their menu. If you want to check it out, uh, head on over to the Universal site. You're not going to read off every single thing? No, well, I, we've already bored people with, with way too much reading. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Um, isn't this the same thing? There's a first look at some food for Mardi Gras. That's right. Universal Mardi Gras <laughs> International Flavors of Carnival uh, kicks off this Saturday, February 4th, and uh, running daily through April 16th. Uh, you're going to get eight live performances 
from musicians like Sean Paul, Marin Morris, and the Goo Goo Dolls. You can take place, uh, watch the Mythical Realms of Mardi Gras Parade. You can uh, enjoy the mouthwatering flavors from the Global Carnival Celebration. You can also get a Universal Food and Beverage card, uh, and you pay $65 for a $75 value of card. Uh, you can go to the Mardi Gras Tribute Store, and you can also keep the party going at Universal City Rock with special Mardi Gras menu items at select restaurants. All right, once again, I have to wake Cheryl up. Oh my God, I'm dying here. It's late, and this is a really long show. It is. Oh my goodness. All right, uh, Legoland Parks have uh, reached the certified autism center status. That's right. And that is as of next month, all Legoland resorts in North America will be certified autism centers. Uh, and that is a good news for, uh, for them. Certification is a three achieved through staff training provided by the international board of credentialing and continuing educational standards. Uh, so their goal is to make visitors who might be autistic or with sensory needs to feel more comfortable trying new things and in going in new places and know that they're going to have some options with empathy and understanding from trained staff when they go into those locations. Right. So cool news for those who are on the spectrum. Yep. All right. Um, Disney attractions are in the running for uh, some visual effects awards. That's right. Two Walt Disney World attractions are vying for the same category oh, no. in the upcoming awards from the visual effects uh, society and one of their competitors is a Disney Cruise Line offering. Oh. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, those are both competing in the category of outstanding visual effects in a special venue. And they're up against Avengers Quantum Encounter, which is the new interactive restaurant aboard the Disney Wish. Uh, this group recognizes visual artistry and innovation in film, television, commercials, and video games. So uh, Disney has a good chance of winning. Uh, they do have multiple entries in the overall special effects competition, including Avatar The Way of Water, which has 14 nominations more than any other film. They also have nominations tied to Strange World, Turning Red, Disney's Pinocchio, She-Hulk, she Attorney at Law, Lightyear, The Book of Boba Fett, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So uh, those awards take place in Los Angeles on February 15th, and I'm sure we will have uh, the results after that. All right. So it's been a very long show. It's a half hour. That's long enough for two of Poppy's walks. Uh -huh. And I uh, hope everyone has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Uh -huh.